it is me, Angela Scanlon, here on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Today we've got another fab recipe from show chef Martha for you. We'll be playing Word Up and we'll be taking a look at some of the best interviews on the Graham Norton Show over the last three years here at Virgin Radio. Let's get cracking, shall we? Today on the show, show chef Martha Collison is making a pistachio, sour cherry and orange blossom scone wheel. What even is that? I want to know immediately. It is as fancy as it sounds. That's all you need to know. We'll also be revisiting Graham's interview with Succession's Kieran Culkin. And there's just about time to squeeze in that game of Word Up. Let's see if you can guess the missing word for a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box. Let's get some sustenance, shall we? Martha, where are you? Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show. Virgin Radio. Martha, happy Sunday. How are you? Hello, I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Good to see you. And thank you for bringing me a scone wheel. Do you say scone? or scone? Oh, I, I say scone. Okay. My husband says scone, oh. which I think makes him sound very posh. But Really? But I would have thought the other, the way, other around. way around. Do you? Like a scone. <laughs> a scone is a bit more wholesome, no? I'm looking scone, around for reassurance. A scone. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's always always a, a hot debate, isn't it? Hot debate. <laughs> very hot. Um, these also look hot. I can see melty butter on them, which is, you know, I mean, put that on anything, I'll eat it. Oh, that's the best thing about scones, is that you can just top them with all sorts of del- everything delicious. Yes. Cream, butter, yes. <laughs> jam, Presents. deliciousness. This is quite a bougie scone wheel. It Did is, I ask isn't it? what a scone wheel is? <laughs> a scone wheel is just where you don't separate them. So, so it's just like a giant big soda bread, but scored to triangles. It's kind of like a fat pizza. Yeah, like a, te- a tear and share scone. <laughs> tear and sounds better than a fat pizza. A in fat fairness. pizza. <laughs> Okay, and this one, bougie as they come, pistachio, sour cherry and orange blossom. I know. It's... Look at you, and you're saying your hubby's the posh one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't talk, can I? Bringing this in to you today. <laughs> it's from a feature in Waitress Food magazine this month, which is all about florality in food. So, florality. like, Nun- It was noxious yesterday. <laughs> I know, we had all sorts. So it's things like rose water or lavender or orange blossom water. And does it have a place or does it not? But I think it works 100%. quite Nicely. Yeah, I love it. Rose, I especially love as a flavour because mm. it's basically Turkish delight in oh, anything. So good. And perfect for things like Mother's Day, which is coming up. Yes. Okay, so floral and gentle and delicate. Yes. <laughs> like us women. Like all mothers. <laughs> oh, exactly. Just give them a chocolate chip scone. Come yeah, on. <laughs> lovely. Oh, my. They are absolutely delicious. Very chunky lumps, I would say, of cherries. Yes. Big like pieces of cherry. Yeah, not bite Generous. size. We're talking fist size. <laughs> exactly. It's not, there's nothing delicate about a scone wheel. I tell you that. You haven't even been bothered to cut out the individual scones. So it's like yeah. we're lumping it all together. It's, it's rustic, isn't it's it? It's rustic. It's picnicable. Mm. If it's good weather, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hopefully it's not snowing. Snowing <laughs> yeah. in Ireland right now. But I mean, that's beside the point. So we're thinking about picnicable. Picnicable. <laughs> Again, another word. I want to hang out. I want to live with you. Your child is so lucky. <laughs> Okay, how do you make a scone wheel? Hit me with this. So, first of all, pistachio kernels, you want to put them into a food processor and get them nice and blitzed so that the pistachio kind of flecks through the scone. It's okay. not, not as, you don't have as many chunks of pistachio. Fair. But if you want them rough and chunky, then you go for that. Fair. Then we're adding into that plain flour, baking powder, bicarbonate of soda, a little bit of salt, 
little bit of sugar and then our cold butter and then you can either rub this in by hand until it looks like breadcrumbs or you can continue using the food processor and keep pulsing it until it gets nice and powdery then taking it out of the bowl out of the food processor sorry into mm -hmm. a bowl and adding make a little well in the middle and we're adding sour cherries so these are cook's ingredients sour cherries and they're so plump mm -hmm. and juicy and they just work so and like well like a little bit of kick to them yeah exactly you can use something like a cranberry but sour cherries are the only thing i think out there that have that real sourness that yeah. just complements the other ingredients well we're also adding a little bit of orange blossom water at this point then buttermilk and we give it a good stir until you get a very they call it a shaggy dough which is like shaggy one that's a little bit floury but it doesn't need to be too smooth if you make it too smooth you'll have quite tough scones so you ah. want to not mix them too much tip that all out onto a baking tray pat it into a nice little wheel a, a rounded shape <laughs> pat it into a fat pizza <laughs> and then take yourself um, a floured knife and just kind of cut halfway down basically okay. all the way around to make these little wedges mm -hmm. then it gets brushed with an egg little bit of sugar on top and into the oven for almost half an hour till it's lovely and hollow sounding when you give it a little tap on the bottom yeah. then you want to leave it to cool just very slightly it's really nice when it's warm so serve it warm with a good slab of butter and that's a great little afternoon tea treat oh my god it's delicious tell me now if you don't have a food processor so i have a blender that's more like for smoothies and stuff. Mm. Could I put all of that? Is it essentially the same thing? I think I'd probably just do the nuts in oh, the right. processor. Okay. I feel like otherwise the flour might just... You might end up in a in a big cloud. Okay, <laughs> so it's a different mechanic. I think it's just because because it's kind of more vertical than horizontal, right? Oh, I think it would be good for small things like doing a few nuts, but probably Fine. would then tip them into the bowl and do everything else in the bowl. Okay, good to know. Um, any other weird and wild combos? Because I feel like pistachio sour cherry and orange blossom is a is a magical marriage. Is there any like other weird ones you've tried in that? I don't. I haven't tried any other like super almonds. Weird. Uh, you know, wild mango and I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Jasmine tea. <laughs> <laughs> I like tea in a scone. I, I do tea. a good Earl Grey scone. Really? So put kind of, yeah, one of the tea bag, one Earl Grey tea bag goes yeah. in. I did these for the coronation last year and cut the scones to look like little crowns. Oh, That's a bit weird, isn't it? Earl kind Grey of. and orange. <laughs> it's fine. It's absolutely fine. If they taste anything like this, we'll have them all next week again please uh, thank you so much you're welcome see you next week did we talk about how to cook them yeah yeah we did <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god it's Sunday forgive me please waitrose.com forward slash show chef is where you'll find all of the recipes written down so you'll know exactly how to cook them if your brain went you know empty for a minute at Virgin Radio is also where you will see the recipes come to life thank you so much Martha see you next week Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show Virgin Radio Radio. Still to come, we'll be playing Word Up. But first, let's hear what Graham had to say when Succession's Kieran Culkin came in in 2021. Kieran Culkin joins us now. Succession Season 3 will be available on Sky and also on Now TV. Kieran Culkin, welcome to uh, Virgin Radio. Hello, thank you. Uh, now, uh, so Season 3, mm. uh, I mean, being part of Succession, because it's one of those shows that people don't like. I mean, they <laughs> love it they kind of suck the bones of it that end of season two is one of the best bits of telly i've ever seen I mean, it's just amazing so at that point do you have any clue when when they kind of go cut end of that seat do you have any clue what's happening after that does anyone know no ab absolutely not i get so excited when the script comes in um, just like a nerd I, i'm like <laughs> oh what what's gonna happen and it picks all it picks all 
uh, right where we left off, even though we shot it about a year or so later. Yeah. And, I mean, I was watching... Luckily, I'm so jealous of myself. They sent me through some preview. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, how many episodes are there? Nine this year. Oh, curses. They yeah. sent me seven, which is cruel, I feel. I got sent seven, too. I have not seen... I, I just last night watched the second one. So okay. that's, that's as far as I'm caught up. Yeah. And I've kind of forgot what we shot, so I'm not really caught up <laughs> and also you're not in at all so there must be lots of stuff you're seeing for the first so time so much stuff and there's a lot of things that are written last minute like there, there are things that are written the morning that you shoot uh there are changes happening all the time so i and i also don't pay attention to what's you know happening with kendall or whatever <laughs> so when i watch the episode i have no idea what that scene is going to be because i think viewers like to think there's some sort of great big brain that uh, there's a huge story arc <laughs> mm-hmm. happening over years no. that is not true no no <laughs> I, you hear the little conspiracy theories there's like people that i've um, met I've, I've had people call me into meetings that i'm thinking are professional like i'm going to have a job or something but really they want me to come in the office because they want to just let out their theory that like all the siblings were in on that press conference or something <laughs> like there's some big plan ahead which is not really how the show works because you get nervous for the writers because they really write themselves into corners where mm-hmm. like yeah that dramatically that's brilliant bit of television but now you've got to keep going yeah, what happens now, now now figure your way out of that corner yeah i have no yeah i don't know how the hell they do it i'm petrified doing the show if i'm honest because <laughs> i don't even know where the hell it's going yes yeah, so i you... asked i asked to not know too because i i really don't i think there's an idea of like the end i think there's an idea of an end game but i don't know if they really know how they're going to get there in terms of the show i was watching it is there a budget i mean it just seems like whatever <laughs> you want to do you can do helicopters planes shutting down cities mm-hmm. it's just it's incredible what they what they do yeah and the locations we get to go to like even even this season with like covid and the lockdown it was it was pretty tight it was a lot of in studio and i think the the goal was to get us to tuscany which they did which I'm sure cost him a pretty penny. Well, because in the last season, when you went to Scotland, I was watching, oh, I wonder where in America is going to pretend to be Scotland. No. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I thought, oh, well, they just fly a couple of people to stand in front of a building. No, you all went to Scotland. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, Scotland mustn't have known what hit it. Like, sort of a huge HBO production coming to town. Yeah, we, we like to ruin cities. <laughs> to get there and just ruin it yeah and what is it because i was uh, something struck me when i watched it initially i found it kind of resistible i kind of thought i don't like these people i don't want to spend time with these people and then i came back to it and i don't know whether the world had changed or i changed right now cannot get enough what do you you must have you know you must talk about this what is the appeal of these very unappealing people i'll tell you i have no idea (laughs) And I'm like, I'm a fan of the show. Like, I'm actually a big fan of the show. When it comes to that thing, like, uh, what is it that makes me watch? I, I really don't know. And it, it's sort of, a, it's, it's a weird thing to say, and I probably shouldn't say it, and they probably don't want me to say it. But when I watch the show from the beginning, the first few episodes, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, like... I get it. It's quality. It's well shot. Um, it's it's very well written. I'm very good in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fantastic. Uh, but the, there's something mid season one that grabs me. Some somewhere around episode five or six, 
and I still haven't identified what that thing is, but I'm really interested to see where these characters are going. I really want to see where the story's going. But at the beginning, it's it's sort of a hard pitch to say to someone, like, look, I know there's a lot of TV out there, um, and you're probably going to have to watch about four or five hours before <laughs> this thing gets good. Um, <laughs> but that, that to me is, and when I've, when I've talked to people that are big fans of the show, that, that seems to be sort of uh, a common... Yeah. Yeah, opinion. Well, one of the things I love is like is the stakes are so high and so low at the same time. You know, you'll all still be rich. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's when. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of true. Uh, that's funny. Like when I think, oh, this could go really bad for the character. Um, they can retire and be fine. Yeah, like, they need never. No one needs to work again. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, very quickly, I just went, I, I went into a sort of rabbit hole. Knowing you were coming on today, I went into a kind of rabbit hole of podcasts last night. Oh. What's the thing, there's a thing you you're, you as an actor were doing, a physical thing you did, and, it, and the fans made you self-conscious about doing it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <sighs> no, this isn't, I can't, in the show? Yeah, in the show. <laughs> it was an acting choice you were making that you weren't aware of, and then the fans kind of made you self-conscious about it. No, you don't. You, what is it? I don't know. I made to, it up. I don't know. You maybe you made it up. I made it up. I'm just trying to confuse I, you. Yeah, you are. People <laughs> may have said something like, "How come Roman can't sit?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, Roman doesn't sit right." And now I'm looking at the show, going, "Oh yeah, I guess I don't ever properly sit in a chair. Leave me alone." <laughs> like, just, I don't know. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> that might be it. Uh, Polly and Leeds has been in touch. She wants to know, who do you think should be running Logan Roy's empire? Uh, Logan, <laughs> I, I think I think he's doing a fantastic job. I'm, I'm, I'll, if I'm to speak as Roman, yes. Uh, if it has to be passed down to someone, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Roman. Okay, I I, I yeah. think he can handle it. The weird thing is, I think a lot of people think you're the youngest, but you're not. Not, yeah, Shiv. Yeah, I I, I stop I stop correcting people. <laughs> Because Shiv seems much more mature than your character. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> people think that of uh, Snook and myself too. Yes, but also you, your character, that arc that you've been on. Because in the beginning, it seems so unlikely that your character would care mm. that you'd want to be involved, and yet now, by you know the start of season three, you are you are really invested in this thing. Yeah, I guess I would uh, sort of chalk that up to. Um, Roman not thinking that uh, things will change at the beginning. You know, I think, like, he never really considered that his dad might actually one day die or retire. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, at the start of the show, he might almost die. I think that that sort of shows that, okay, this might actually be happening soon. Time to step up. And to to Roman, I think it's a little bit more of a competition with, like, a sibling rivalry. Like, he's trying to actually just beat his siblings. Yeah. To yeah, get yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Instead of like, oh, step up and take the spot he's earned. It's like, I want to beat you. <laughs> I want to win. Uh, Jason and Carlisle talking about how uh, funny and witty the show is. He loves it. Uh, do you guys ever add lib lines at all? Or is it like super stri- scripted? It, I mean, it's very scripted. It's 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 written. But um, we're encouraged to like improvise and play around. But to me, the imp- improvisation is more to like the, the cameras roll at the end of a scene. And for me, it's a little bit more about um, uh, it helps me inform what the characters are, are how they interact, like like what's happening in between scenes. But uh, occasionally something sort of slips in. But, you know, 
it's written. It's not like we get to like make up what's happening in the story or anything like that. Yeah, but sometimes they let Roman like rip, like you you, you abuse extras and things. Yeah, that one's fun. When when they when they go like, oh, Roman gets mad and you know yells at someone, then that means I get to like yell at a background actor who is contractually not allowed to say anything back to me. It's really unfair. I have like a character that's written for me, and I get to shout at someone who just cannot come back at me. What a fun job. Was it written for you, or did you kind of audition for this? How did it happen? I was actually sent the script to read for the character Greg, Cousin Greg, and I just didn't feel right for it. Uh, so uh, I should have, but otherwise, in any other case, would have just closed the script and said, not for me, I'm not going to play Greg. But I really like the writing enough to just go, I want to see how it ends. I wasn't even trying to read to like see if there was another part for me. I was just like, I just want to see how it ends. And then I thought, oh, I can maybe audition for this part. Uh, and I asked, like, can I audition for Roman? And the response I got back was, oh, we're not reading Romans yet. And I just said, screw that. I'm putting myself on tape. I picked out three scenes, put myself on tape, and sent it in. My understanding is they didn't they didn't even, like, audition Romans. So Wow. Just sent it in. I was pretty, yeah, aggressive about it. I just really Kieran wanted wants, it. Kieran wants, Kieran gets. That's, I mean, that <laughs> that's amazing. And, I mean, yeah, because you're right. You wouldn't, I mean... Yeah, I mean, now it seems crazy that they ever considered you for Greg. Yeah, I couldn't even put myself on tape for that. I couldn't even try. I think they were like, could you just audition anyway? No, I couldn't even try. Not right for that. Yeah. Nick Braun. Yeah, I'm he's so, great. So good. I mean, you sort of think uh, somehow he'll end up running the whole thing. That surely... Yeah, my mom thinks that. That's my that's my mom's theory. She goes, that guy's going to take over. I'm like, I, I, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's but a bit no. like, is it Chance the Gardener, you know, who becomes the... It's a bit like that, where he just hangs around knowing nothing, and yeah, it could it could I, it's conceivable. Yeah, we yeah. mustn't talk about it because then then they'll hear us saying this, and then they'll think, well, now we can't do that because people think. Oh. See, yeah, it's a lot more like that instead of what you know this big conspiracy theory. There's a there's a big end game. Maybe there is. Maybe we should ask Jesse. Maybe he has an idea. Maybe he knows. <laughs> Maybe uh, Phil wants to know: Would do you think you'd ever go back to the stage? Because you have done stage work. Is yeah. Is there a play you kind of have an eye on? Uh, not a specific play, but actually my uh, big goal for me is to get back out here and do a play on the West End. Um, my wife is from London, and I keep trying to convince her that we can move here and live here, but she doesn't want to do that. Because uh, she has. She's she's already lived here. She's like, she, she moved to New York. Like. Yeah, yeah. She, and she, and I'm trying to get here, back here, and she's trying to get to California. It's a big debate, but I'm trying, if I feel like if I can do something uh, on the West End again, um, that would make me very happy. And we can live here for a small... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah maybe that's yeah. either my way of convincing her, like, see, we can live here, or we did it for a little bit, and then we get to go home. And when it comes to succession, I mean, is it your life? Can you do other things, or does it take up so much time you can't? It does take up a great bit of time. Like, you know, th this past season took about eight, nine months of the year, and then right when it ended, we had our um, second kid, so I'm on what I call paternity leave for, like, a few months, and then uh, I think there's a small window to work if I want to, but I don't really feel the pressure to do that because I know there's, you know, season four coming yeah. up. And it's great work, so. Yeah. 
you've got a very nice job. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jerry. Um, listen, it's been lovely, lovely, lovely talking to you. Thank you very much for coming into the building. London, you, you want to live here? There it is. There it is. Yeah, I'm looking Grey, the right now. drizzly London. Sunny London. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Yeah, you head out there. You enjoy that. <laughs> That's what you wanted. That's what we're giving you. Uh, season three of Succession will be available on demand on Sky and on Now TV. Kieran Culkin, thank you so much for coming in to see us. Thank you. Come on, baby, tell me what's the word, a word up. Up. Okay, I've got a caller on the line. Tell me who you are and where do you come from? <laughs> I always wanted to say I'm that. Wendy from Braintree in Essex. Hello, girl. How are you today? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you, Angela. Is it true, Wendy, that you are doing yeah. domestic goddess? duties this morning. Absolutely, yes. Boring, boring. Well, what what does that entail? Because I feel like, I mean, obviously I know in great detail what it means to be... ironing, hoovering, dusting. All the sexy things. Yeah. Okay, and have you you had your breakfast? All all the better. Um, I've actually had a crumpet. Oh, singular. It's very dainty of you. <laughs> a crumpet. And was there butter on it? Because I got a picture of a dry bap and it was offensive. No, no. After what you spoke about earlier, no, there was no dry crumpet in the house. Good woman. <laughs> and what's the plan for the day? Have you um, have you tidied the house in anticipation of visitors or are you just going to lie down and no, sleep? Yeah, just chill out and watch something on, you know, iPlayer or something. Okay, well, what are you watching? Because there's been a lot of chat. I can well, recommend I, I some... I want to watch Kim. You do, do you? Is this after hearing about the gro- yeah, gruesome violence? Yeah, I saw the first series. Okay. So um, I want to catch up with the second. Yeah. And what is it about Kim now, tell me, or that genre? Um, no, it was just, well, it was quite violent. Yeah, okay, she says with glee in her voice. <laughs> Ooh, well, no, was... I, just, I just, I love the characters and yes. I love the Irish accent, to be honest. Okay, great. Well, listen, we're going to get along famously, Wendy. Right, shall we have a listen to this clip before we get booted off air? Okay, fine. Yes, okay, here we go. People keep asking me, are you excited? And I'm like... I'm very good at kind of holding that in because mm. you have to be. Yeah. Because if you're as you should be, your head would blow off. <laughs> because, yeah. It's right up your street, Wendy. <laughs> Ricky Wilson's head it's blowing up. <laughs> it's very kin. Okay, do you know what the missing word is, Wendy? Well, I think goddess? it could be excited. Is it excited? People keep asking me, are you excited? And I'm like, I'm very good at kind of holding that in. Because mm. you have to be. Yeah. Because if you're as excited as you should be, your head would blow off. <laughs> because, yeah. Well done, Wendy. Thank you so much. You win that gorgeous box of things. Oh, goodies, lovely. Loads of goodies, which I feel you deserve anyway after your morning's work. But you've actually officially won it, so we'll send it to you now. Thank you very much. Anyone you want to say hello to? Like, really quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, all, all my family. And my poorly great nephew is currently at hospital. Um, don't know what's wrong with him. Blessing George. Okay, George. Um, and uh, my besties, Anne and Jason, Jan and Pete, and my lovely friend who lives in the Caribbean, Wilson. <laughs> is that football? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like no, castaway. He's a, he's a real, he's a he's a real human. <laughs> okay, okay. To the real human Wilson and George, get well soon. It was a joy to talk to you, Wendy. Thank you so much. 
What a weekend, hey? I'll be back with you next week here on the Graeme Norton Radio Show with Waitrose with more highlights from Graeme and some top tips from the lovely show chef Martha. Make sure you're up to date with us on socials. You can catch us on at Virgin Radio UK and make sure to watch all the full interviews on Virgin Radio's very own YouTube channel. Chat to you later. Angela Scanlon on the Graeme Norton Radio Show on Virgin Radio.